Welcome to our three-minute therapy podcast with me, Michael Edelstein. I'm a clinical psychologist with a private practice. I've written a number of books, most popular being Three-Minute Therapy, and I have long experience in helping individuals get over their emotional and behavioral problems, such as anxiety, depression, anger, addictions, and relationship problems. I will be here on this podcast with Chris Rossini, our tech engineer, who's in the background, and the renowned Mick Berry, author of Stage Fright, The Drummer's Bible, and other popular books. Mick, would you want to uh, introduce yourself and introduce REBT? Yeah, hi, I'm Mick Berry. I'm a practitioner of rational motive behavior therapy. I've been doing it for about 35 years now. I used to have a big problem with depression. And though I cannot say I absolutely never get depressed, I certainly can say that I am able to live a largely depression-free life. And I've found the tools of rational motive behavioral therapy to be quite useful. It was founded in the 1950s by Albert Ellis, and it is based upon the reality that our thoughts create our disturbances. The things that happen to us do not create our mental disturbances. It's our thoughts and the way we view them that create our mental disturbances. It originally began as rational therapy. Albert Ellis developed it and then retitled it rational emotive therapy, and I actually started it when it was called rational motive therapy, and then it became rational emotive behavioral therapy. Uh, actually, it's rational emotive behavior therapy, and Albert Ellis added the last behavior to make it more, to show that it's very comprehensive. Yeah, it always included behavior, but he wanted to include that in the title, behavior therapy, not behavioral. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, today, we're, by the way, Mick and I wrote a book together on REBT called Stage Fright, uh, and I recommend that to you if you have speaking, public speaking anxiety. Today, we'll be discussing the difference between responsibility and blame, and people often confuse these two. Um, if you're responsible are acting unethically, let's say, that doesn't mean you're to blame. Blaming is being responsible for an action, particularly a poor, unethical action, and adding to it, I should not have done that. I'm no good. I'm a bad person for having acted irresponsibility. So you a clearer way to view it is you're responsible for your bad act, but you're not to blame. You're not a rotten person. So that is the basic idea. Mick, did you want to add anything to that? Well, it's, it's, um, I do agree with you, but it's a little confusing. It seems like we might be splitting hairs here. And this is, I believe, our definition of blaming and of blame and responsibility. But is there something you could elucidate to show why you're defining it in those ways. 
Oh, good question. And the answer is that there's really, it does, it does to the uninitiated seem like we're splitting hairs, but there's a universe of difference between being responsible, uh, having been the cause of a bad act because you've done it, so you're the cause, and blame, which says you're a no good person. And the reason why that second part is false is because no matter how poorly you act or how well you act, you're always an imperfect human who acts imperfectly. Never a rotten person, a worthless person, a louse. Uh, you're always an imperfect human. So hold yourself responsible for acting poorly. And that's important because if you see you're responsible, then you could ask the question, how could I do better in the future? But don't blame yourself. Don't condemn yourself to hell for having acted poorly. Um, so my comment on that is, I think the main thing we're distinguishing here is that if you are responsible or if you make a mistake or do something that is harmful to yourself or somebody else, you want to acknowledge that you are the person who did it, but putting yourself down for it and beating yourself up in any way is not beneficial. And therefore we're using the words responsibility and blame to make it easy to distinguish between the two of those things. Yes, you're the, as you said, make you the person who did it. And what you did was a mistake or went against your goals. But as you're saying, don't put yourself down. This does not make you a bad person. It just makes you a person who acted poorly, irresponsibly in this case. So, so entitling it difference between responsibility or blame, it's a nice succinct title. We could have entitled, titled it <clears throat> the difference between acknowledging a mistake and beating yourself up over a mistake. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Acknowledge your mistake, but don't beat yourself up. Don't put yourself down. Don't think of yourself as a bad person uh, if you do make the mistake. And uh, one thing we didn't mention, which plays in here, is the feeling of guilt, feeling guilty. So feeling guilty normally includes uh, acknowledging you acted poorly and then putting yourself down. I should not have done that. I'm a bad person for having done that. So, right. So, and, th and that's uh, just to finish that, that's another distinction that people often don't make. You could be guilty of doing a bad act, but don't feel guilty about it. Mick, you're going to say something? Yeah, well, I was going to say, see if I can remember now, with being responsible for something, it's important to acknowledge when you do make a mistake. And if people are in the habit of blaming themselves and putting themselves down when they make mistakes, what ends up happening, I've observed, is that people are reluctant to even acknowledge a mistake at all and to take any responsibility for it. So it's in our benefit it's greatly in our benefit to not put ourselves down if we do make a mistake. And what we're talking about here is if we want to distinguish mistakes from successes, it's the difference between something which is self-helping or something which is self-harming. 
Yeah, and uh, in terms of acknowledging a mistake, if you think of yourself uh, as uh, a bad person for making a mistake, normally you're going to be much less reluctant to acknowledge a mistake. So that's another benefit of not putting yourself down, but of recognizing that you acted poorly and you could try to do better in the in the future. Or if you acted poorly towards someone else, uh, consider making amends, apologizing, uh, things like that. Right. Okay, any final words, Mick? I think we uh, pretty much covered a lot of aspects here. Uh, just to ruminate on we want our behavior, we want to aim for our behavior to be self-helping rather than self-defeating. And that's, that's always good to gauge whether your activity is self-helping or self-defeating. And we also ideally would like our behavior to be other helping and other, uh, other helping rather than other defeating. So we can gauge our behavior by how much it's helping us and how much it's helping others. And if there's a conflict between what we want and what somebody else wants, well, that's when negotiations take place. And it's possible to negotiate in a self-helping and other-helping way rather than a self-defeating or other-defeating way. Okay, very good. Very good. Thank you. And uh, if you uh, find this concept useful, distinguish it distinguishing between responsibility and blame. It's uh, uh, at first, it seems, it might seem kind of subtle. So you might want to watch this, uh, this discussion a few times. And I'd like to uh, thank you, Mick, for joining me, my co-author, and uh, remind you of my practice. Three, and you can find my website, threeminutetherapy.com. Thank you, Chris Rossini, for the technical engineering of this. Comment below if you have thoughts. Give us a thumbs up if you liked it. Suggest subjects for the future. Volunteer if you'd like to come on and be a guest. And we actually had a guest scheduled today, but then uh, he had an emergency and couldn't make it. So we, we're always looking for guests. Donate to Patreon to help support us and subscribe to the 3-Minute Therapy podcast to stay on the rational side of life.